All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get our ducks in a row. Let's get mm-hmm. our bunnies in a bug. We are here at Call Out Culture. I'm the one and only Curly Castro. Why do people say that? Like, do they look and make sure there's no other person named there that? There are no or other like, No, man, they be body doubles out there, bro. Double gangers. Yo, that... Body Snatchers is one of the most true and scariest things on film. It's not a movie. It's a documentary. Attack of the Body, <laughs> you know, the Body Snatchers, the first and second one. The Sutherland one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, no, but the first one in black and white, it would just be on and it's like, you know, has that eerie music they used to play in the back. And it was these, they were just growing so slow from the vegetation. <laughs> Wait, is that the one like, called Sutherland? That's the second one. The first one was like, I found these shit. plants in the back and they were just growing into humans. It was black and white. It was just like the eerie music in the mm. back, but it was taking so long. And then they didn't kill him, and then all of a sudden it reaches up and it's like you and shit. And I was like, oh, hell no, nah. turn that off. Like, yep. <laughs> turn that off. But anyway, tonight mm-hmm. on Call Out Culture, speaking of which, we are talking about concept albums, concept records, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And tonight we are joined by the, and like, I don't even know, like, the, the, the band leader. The, um, the the pod piper, the good one, the um the leader of men and the crusher of skill. We have the one and only Mr. Lift with us tonight. I gave Castro a large sum of money to say those nice things. That's <laughs> really good. You, you got every bang for your buck on that one. Cash wow. that check, my brother. You did Cash. that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, thank y'all for yeah, having man. me, man. I'm going to say this right off the bat, man. It's like... I feel like I've been like in an audio cocoon for a minute, you know, like, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I, I feel like I almost can't account for like the last like decade of my life somehow, you know what I mean? Like in terms of like, in terms of like, cause I, you know, I listened to the show thanks to Castle. He sent me a, a link, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm listening to the intricacy and the detail, you know what I'm saying? With y'all dicing up various records and artists and the nuances of shit. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I know, look, it's in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They say you don't know what I mean. You don't know what you know. It's in there somewhere. But right now, it's like, even as far as concept albums, I'm hearing y'all talk about, like, Prince, Prince Among Thieves. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, you know what I mean? So, look, let's chop it up. I'm going to offer what I can. You know what I mean? I'm going to say right now, my, my in, in, encyclopedic knowledge ain't, I don't know. I don't know what's up here. So let's see. I think you'll still dazzle the, um, you know, the people. Trust me. I believe <laughs> we'll see, so. We'll I believe so. All right. So let's just um, let's get cracking. What what, what is the concept album? Is it um? This is interesting. Is, is it the lyrics, the skits, the song titles? Like what? What can be? Is it a loose definition? Is it a tight definition? I um, think. I don't know. Can I can I interject here? I I feel yeah, like yeah. it's when I feel like it is when you like crafting a record and really thinking about like how one song, maybe the outcome of one song affects the beginning of the next, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. how, you know, it's, I feel like with a concept album, you're more putting puzzle pieces together, you know what right. I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. like, you're like you might have like a grand picture in the beginning, you know what I mean? But like when you even, you know, when you even think of what you want to start doing, it's like, it's more of a, there's a, there's an overall picture and then it's a matter of putting the pieces together to create the picture, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No doubt, Zilla. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting because there's the the albums that are branded as concept albums specifically. Mm-hmm. They have like a specific cover, 
like like Lyft said, a specific song arrangement. But then there's other ones that are just like, yo, the concept on this album is I just want to rap a lot and just spaz. That's the right. concept. Mm-hmm. It's not like mm-hmm. here's the narrative, here's the main character, here's the interludes, here's the voiceover, here's the scene. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like like when Kendrick did Good Kid, Mad City, which is like an amazing concept album, it's because he had like interludes and one song fit into the next one. But like mm-hmm. Section 80, he's got joints together. But maybe to him, that was a concept of like, I just want to rhyme and show people everything I can do and all my talent. Like maybe to him, if you ask them, they're all concept. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's, right. I think when right. it's branded as such, and it, it, hel- it helps the listener to know, like, I'm going into, like Liv said, a structured narrative based on a central idea or character uh-huh. versus mm-hmm. like, remember when, when Common did B? That's a concept mm-hmm. album. Mm. But, it's, like, but, I, but I like. I'm just I gonna like go back to rhyming where, um, the way you guys want me to rhyme. Mm-hmm. But that's like. true. So there's two things. Two <laughs> things. There's one where Liv is saying when the puzzle pieces are put together, and that to me is like something like Lupe Fiasco's Cool, right, right? And like you know there was a narrative all through and that and stuff. But then there's also Zilla's example of Common B is pretty good in terms of going off your beaten path or the beaten path you're on. Right. So if people mm-hmm. are used to you doing this a bunch. Let's do this. I got yeah. your favorite album, Electric Circus, be more likely to be the concept album. Than that. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to shit on that no, record, but I'm saying like, realistically, going on electric the back road, in terms of like, in terms of common, common on a train track, you know, of his typical stuff, and mm-hmm. then he does something amazing and great and genius, but he can only do it once, and it can only exist where it's at, Electric Circus. It cannot exist anymore. Wow. It really can't be talked about now. It can be talked about back then, and it can exist back then. It's kind of like a, a capsule of time. You know, mm-hmm. back in the days, not PS 185, we oh, buried that little capsule in the front yard. And we're going to go back there when we're like 60 and look at old globes and stuff. That's what Electric Circus should be. It should be buried. And, you know, I, maybe I agree. It should be buried. Plant. It should actually be lit on fire first and then buried. <laughs> no, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. Unless Probably it's gasoline. That's the only time we're lighting electric circus on fire. Those are some of the greatest hip hop ideas ever executed. That it can only have been tried once, and they can never be tried again. It's like that experiment. You're a guy. You're a guy on the episode that that stands for like pretty ugly FT. Like the one of the grimiest dudes, and here you are being right. like, nah, man, electric circus. I mean, that's really the pinnacle. Like, <laughs> because man, you want me to tell you something? When you have the knit. The knit form sleeve, the, the, the macro mega headwear, the drunken right monkey t shirt that's smaller than the white t shirt underneath it. I want something different. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. Just give me He's something got, different. Like, warmers he, on his arms. Yo, he was killing me, man. When I see Jennifer Beale joints on his arm. And look, you know, look, the more hotep you get is the, the bigger spaces you have on your knit. When you have a little tight knit or something, like you're really going to people to get it done. But then when you just, oh, I do it, you got a ball of yarn. You're turning into a cat. You doing all types of shit, you know. But um, but yeah, Alaska, hit me with um, what's your idea of, of concept record, brother? Um, mine's more in line with with lists, where it's like a, a sort of continuous narrative throughout the project. Right. Um, I think Good Kid, Bad City's a, a good representation of that. Um, I, I mean, I think about when I was much younger. There was an album that came out. It was like a metal record called Operation Mindcrime. Okay. Uh, Queens, right? And like that was a, that was like the first time I was made aware of, of a, a concept record, and it was like this big like political like psycho thriller going through the whole record. like 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 Electric Circus, you know? Exactly like Electric Circus. <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, Alaska, except Electric was Circus was way more metal. <laughs> <laughs> was 
was this from the first song to the last? The concept. First song to the last. The whole thing is like a story um, going through. It's like basically like religion and politics combining to like, um, you know, run psychological experiments on these people and turn them into assassins and like that sort of the story throughout. Electric Circus. So Operation Mind Crime. They're fucking with your minds and causing you to do crime. It's almost like a Manchurian candidate type of deal. Mm. Ah, but then there, well, there's like also Darren. the idea of which I just I was talking about before that I just just realized was mm, food is considered a concept album because every title has a food reference. Food in it, right? Um, so right. it's like you know, there's that sort of idea where it's but here's here's the thing: similar with that. themes the thing. throughout there's the songs. There's a cheat. There's a cheat with that because it it's more seen as a solo Doom record more so than a concept record because. You're known for Doom naming his beats after the spices and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's already in that food realm. So him making a food record is not too much off of his um, path or him honing in. It's just him doubling down on the rhetoric he's giving you um, with one of his personas or whatever like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's 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 make it spicy. But no, I I I'm gonna get it spicy because I do want to talk about what people might consider bad concept records, like ones they went for it and didn't make it. But I wanted to um I wanted to ask the people in the panel. Um, have you ever participated in a concept record? I have. Mm-hmm. The last one hit me. Hit me. Well, oh, I mean, wait, I, no, Lyft. I know. Yeah, let Lyft speak on it because I think Lyft has had one, but you might not agree. But uh, no, but, well, I mean, definitely, I unknowingly participated in Deltron Thirty Thirty. You know, like I, I can't even remember. Like I don't even remember how it happened. I just remember someone like calling me to come to a studio or maybe I was around the person they were like hey record this skit I can't even remember how it happened but it ended up like I was like a deranged war veteran or something like that on like a quick <laughs> skit on Deltron 3030 you know what I mean like I don't know you know I, I really have like a very vague memory of how it even came to be but I was like oh shit I guess I'm on this record that like ended up you know being heralded you know people people really you know followed Deltron um and then I and then I made a, a record that's considered a concept record. I made, I actually made one as well. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. would that know. be our phantom? phantom? That'll be our phantom. But but yep. but, but but you know, interestingly enough, though, like hearing the parameters that you, that 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 y'all are, you know, it, it's more vast, I think, than what I thought for. Um, you know, what a concept record is, you know what I mean? Like, I'm hearing y'all, you know, saying like, okay, you might be able to give it to Doom for um, food because of the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the song titles and stuff like that. Or, so it's actually expanding my, my you know, concept now of what, a, uh, of what a concept record is, really, because, you know, I guess I could almost throw emergency rations hat in the ring. Yeah. If mm, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, ne- I never thought of it like that literally until now. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when I think about that record, like, it had a theme. It had its own propaganda. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing about me getting, like, you know, snatched up by the government and no one's seen me. And that theme kind of ran through the whole record. And, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, interesting. Interesting. So, maybe I, maybe I made a couple of these. <laughs> I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. You all tell me. Let me ask you. Let this. me ask. Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. Is Low End Theory a concept album? Oh no! So no, from yeah. a production angle, is that mm-hmm. what you're thinking from a production yeah. angle? Hmm. That makes that makes me go. I mean, hmm, but but is the sound a concept? Like I think. Uh, or is the chronic a concept? Eric Sherman, Eric concept. Chronic is more a concept album. Than I would say chronic is more a concept album than low end. Definitely. 
Okay. Because the chronic is like painting a picture of um, like you know their neighborhood and stuff, like what they're doing as well. So yeah. it's like they brought you into a world yeah. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I heard yeah. y'all mention De La Soul is dead earlier too. Like, are we consider? You know, it's it's crazy because De La brings you definitively into a world. So I would ask mm-hmm. like. Is and that was when they made a turn. That, whether you agree or not, Alaska, we can get into that. But I know that De La Soul is dead when they made the turn, like they're going to put full stop to what the public is thinking they are. So is yeah. that a concept record, oh, especially yeah. with some of the songs they had on there saying, hey, stop. And it's, you know, stop calling well, Like that. the booklet stop. has like all the drawings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and, yeah, the and, and there's like the, the narrative comic skit throughout it, right? right. Like even so, the yeah, self-depreciating. Yeah, like they're self-depreciating the whole record, you know, with the skits and people dissing their stuff, but it's also like, you know, it's still kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I got um a good one, uh, Leak Brothers. Yo, don't um, that was oh, that's my jam. Right, but then here's here's what I here's my question. Oh, I love it album. Is Hell's Winter a concept record? Mm. You have a totally reformed MC presenting himself in a reformed form, like he's like, yo, I, I'm I'm changed up a bit. And all my music is reflecting that, and I'm being personable without being so cynical as my, you know, I've told you the fucked up shit that's happened in my life, but now it's just like yeah. But I, I think I think Hell's Winter is more like a Cage album, which is like way like newer beats and like hitting jokes at the right time. Like yeah. I, whereas like Water World by Leak Brothers is like every song is about doing PCP, every <laughs> I mean, song. I, I, I would yeah. say Hell's Winter is more of a statement record. There you go. Where it's like, okay. this, this is who I am now. Right. Yeah, good. It was that okay. record. Like, I, I've, okay. I've evolved and become, you know, something more than I used to be. Right. Um, but what about uh, KMD's Mr. Hood? Would you guys consider that a concept record? Because it, it has the narrative so. throughout of running yeah. into, like, the Mr. Hood character. Yeah. A yeah. lot of the songs yeah. sort of bounce off of that. Yeah. yeah. I, would say, I would say Mr. Hood. But definitely. I wouldn't give Redman that with the concurrent character. With Doctor Travis and Uncle Quilly, or um, Uncle Quilly and them, you know, this is yeah. the character, but not not as not as definitive as Cam. Yeah, but he, but like Liff like, was like, saying, he pulls you in a world though. Exactly. So like very. So I think that's that's man. a good standard for us to go to. They pull you in a world one right. way or another. Um, that's great that's that's that I, did, I mean, oh, great. Great. Ooh. Yeah. oh yeah, hell but, yeah. But but here's the thing though, like where do we draw the line between like a group being a concept in itself and then mm. it being a concept album mm. because because you know, the whole thing about being pulled into a world then i'm like okay then we have to throw takes a nation of millions to hold us back in yeah. there mm-hmm. because i was okay. i was trapped in that world sure, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah i don't even know like age 14 through like how you know what i mean i was running yeah. that record back like side a side b back to side mm-hmm. a you know what i mean because that was aesthetic like What's so is up? that a matter of pers- is that a matter of perspective? Because then, like, what about Killer Army's first record? You mm, know, it's all the military. They're shit. pulling Every you know, all the military. Like, full metal jacket. Like, yeah. So, like, let's take that. So you got the Wu, you got the Wu formula, but instead of kung fu and stuff, we doing all the army stuff, and we're right. in the war zone, and we're changing all our slang to war and stuff yes. like that. Good so, call. like, you know what I mean? And, and so, and that I'm, I'm that's a long string from it takes a nation, yeah. but in you the know same what? Sense of, Castro, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. You know, but I'm realizing, you know what? We we might need to make a delineation between the- thematically strong records and concept albums. That's what ah. I was saying. Cause, okay. cause that's more thematic okay. than anything. Like even Wu's whole or or aesthetic, even like Wu's whole thing Aesthet- is aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, yeah, okay. is Cuban is Cuban links to concept album? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 
or is any kind of low project a concept record like because Uptown Saturday night, they have right. their own or, world of slang right Can't or blow. even the, the shine and smith and wesson just like mm -hmm. you know just the the texture i mean shit yeah the texture of that record beginning to end just like that dusty hazy you know yeah. what i mean so but but to me that's a theme you know not a concept Right, um, it's an establishing. I think I, th I think the word the word we're we're missing is is a certain mood to those mm. words. So okay. like when when you say when you say the shining to me it's like like that whole era of boot camp the first wave because it was all beat miners it was like it was like whoa it was like a very specific mood to those records it didn't matter like who you put on them then you right. can have samples of interludes talking or not but like Liv was saying like you get trapped in those worlds versus like. Kanye doing college dropout and late registration where it's like here's a quarter of the album is skits me explaining to you everything that I want to say mm -hmm. while I'm going to hit like Kanye's workout plan now I'm going to do slow jams which are really just random songs mm -hmm. right right Put all these right. Skits in the middle to make you think oh it's about like this guy who wanted to pursue his dreams versus mm -hmm. like you right. know like what's the name recognize and one time and all those joints like having a mood Right, yeah, right. Producer group or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's take let's take a chance. Let's take a moment to take a little break. Yes. Um. I don't know how we doing the mix, but maybe you'll hear some of the songs we, you know, some of these things we mentioned. Maybe you won't. No, so we'll let's take a little won't. break. I'm that. I ain't doing that. <laughs> so, engineers <laughs> broken. All right. So we're gonna take a break. Call out cup. Yo, it's Zilla Rock. New EP out now. Rowhouse Whispers. Me and Ray West. Bronx's finest. We got seven joints, including a remix from our good friend Shane Great. It's available now. Name your price at Red Apples 45, the number 45.bandcamp.com. Limited CDs coming soon. Should be on all streaming platforms. Any doggone minute. Check it out. Rowhouse Whispers. Zilla Rock. Ray West. Available now. Back to the show. Curly Castro, Call Out Culture here with Alaska, Zilla Rocker, and the one and only Mr. Lift. I know yeah. they didn't do their introductions in the beginning. They're kind of unprofessional, so I just got to hold up for it. I think you that's bad hosting, to be real with you. I think that's No, more, I think it's like Titanic. I think it's more of a of days. I'm, I'm going to live. Effort. I'm drinking liquor with the chef. Do you know one of the, you know <laughs> I'm the drinking the liquor. No, do you know that the chef survived the Titanic because he started just binging on the liquor, so he was able to tread water for the two hours until the carpet <laughs> picked him up, and he didn't feel the he didn't feel the hypothermia, so he survived. Damn, he, he, he didn't feel the cold at all. And people around him dying, he was just taking shots. Damn, so keep a flask. It's a lifesaver, not just for Saint Bernards. All right. For real, so, you know we we in the, we in the concept void. We in we in the concept our matrix. We trying to we, we in the programming with Morpheus. We trying to see, you know, is that air you're breathing? You know, whatever Morpheus, man. Like, come on. Okay, uh, <laughs> can I throw this out there real quick. When when you asked about concept albums that you you were yeah, on sir. or did, you saying that my first rap group we were horrendous. We this is like you know Y2K, and we did a whole song about the Matrix, and then we shot a video about the matrix and i was agent smith and we did like we would go practice <laughs> yeah, i swear to god this is, this is hilarious we we went we would go to like a uh like a what's the name like a, like a gymnasium uh and like on saturdays go and like practice our fight routines oh, for like shit. two months for the video to then do like fight sequences like the matrix and i was dressed like agent Damn. smith 
and the video we shot this like literally like a 10 hour day on broad and i think you told me this y'all did yeah we we shot it yeah we had like we had oh we had like a generator we were filming underneath broad and spruce on broad street line we had like locations and that video never (laughs) came out and it was like i saw i saw one cut on vhs once in delaware that's wow. all I ever seen of that video. <laughs> wow, bro. That's a that's a lot of time commitment. For, a lot you know, of time. Oh, I love and it. We, and we did we did a separate song with these hood dudes in Baltimore sampling the score from The Matrix and sampling Morpheus. But it wasn't the song we did a video for. The video song was just like the Matrix, the movie as a song and the video. <laughs> oh, I got a I got a matrix song in my past. We we sampled oh, the um God. the lobby scene. We used that beat. Made it. Alaska. I'm sorry. Um, you What's mentioned up? you were on a concept record. I don't, I don't yeah, I was. I was this. on one called uh, Angels and Insects, and it, it was one of those ones where like every song is either about an angel or an insect. So you know, it was nice. a compilation record more than a, a concept album. Now that I think about it, but it's we different. did a song called uh, Thirty Two Perspectives, and we were rapping like sort of you know. Basically, it was more like just rapping from the perspective of a fly. <laughs> With 32 eyes? Yeah. yeah. Yo, this is nerd rapping. This is set, some nerd yo. shit, though. I would have got tired at the 18th time. I'd be like, look, man, can we just repeat ourselves? Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I mean, it, yo, it man, was just like, it was just basically like some battle rap shit, but talking about like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah, fly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of mentioning of the Brundle fly. Yep, no doubt. That shit was just on, like, on Sunday, bro. I hadn't seen that shit in, like, 15 wow. years. My wig was pushed back, yo. Like, Oh, man, when he, when he regurgitated for the food. That's bro, when, he recur- when he regurgitated on Homeboy, who came yeah. to save his girl, man. Oh, I was man. like, yikes, B. My man's <laughs> ankle melted like it was nothing, like it was never there, yo. Yo, and Homeboy turns into this big cynical ass in the next one. He's like, I gave an arm and a leg to your father. Like, he's wild with the deck for this shit. Oh, shit. Uh, yo, I, there's a, yo, I didn't even know there's a fly part, too, bro. Yo, yeah. your son grows up and flies Dog, I slept, yo. Yo, peep that down in quarantine, dog. Look at the fly, too. It's horrible. I'm mad guilty of this. Sometimes I get so satisfied by like the by a particular edition of something that I'll yeah, just sleep you know. on other shit. You know what I mean? Like I've been, I was so full off of Fly Part One, like I just it's hard. It's hard. Out on Nobody's in it. The son has acceler- accelerated growth. He grows like twenty years in five years. It's the hard. Had the to kid, work. yo. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Cause yo, she was trying to get the abortion that night. What yeah. happened, yo? Change your heart. Oh, we're not gonna ruin it for you. Go watch. That's crazy, it's yo. But what I want to know is how my man, you know, how he held it down with the nub because the fly <laughs> melted yo, his hand. He has, he has, so he has like a prosthetic and he has a, a, a like stub leg. He's cracking. He said, "I gave an yeah. arm and a leg to your father." He's he's wilding. He's drunk. Bro, I got to throat. see that. I just want to see him, how he managed the nubs. You know what I'm saying? With the, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nub management, bro. Because it. Nub bro, Yo, the fly disfigured his ass so quick, dog. Oh, okay. man. I digress. I digress, my yeah, bad. No, that was great. The that crazy was great. shit is his son is um Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah. Oh, what? Some kind of wonderful, bro? Yeah. yeah. Rocky yeah. Dennis. Yeah. Pre-Pole Fiction, yeah. man. Early. Yeah. Way yeah. early. Lance. Yeah, Yo, good luck. Good luck. Were you part of um? 
Were you part of a concept record? And if you were, you better talk about it. And the one you better talk about is the one I'm thinking about. Oh, what, No Vacation <laughs> for Murder? No, the first one. Well, no, that, I, I didn't realize it was a concept album until after we made it. It was called The Slow Twilight. That became a concept album after. So the talk about one. that process of it becoming one afterwards. Like you, you, you made one and then you tied it. Okay, so the, so the first one we did was called The Slow Twilight. And that was like 09. And so we, we did a bunch of records. And then um, we were listening to it. And I forget whose idea it was to be like, yo, someone was listening to Jizz a lot. And they were like, yo, you should tie the album together with one movie sound, like movie interlude through the whole <laughs> joint, like how Jizz did with Shogun Assassin. So then I found this movie called Blast of Silence, which is like this super ill noir movie from like the late 50s. And I, I segued every like, every like three or four songs with clips from the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we would perform, I would dress like that, like from the movie with like, with like, a, like a hat, like, a, like what's the name, like, like a fedora and like suspenders and shit and like having whole story. background and all that. And then when we did the second record, uh, No Vacation for Murder, I was going into that one being like, okay, this one's going to be, a, the first one was about alienation. The second one was about like, revenge you know mm-hmm. betrayal like what do you do if you settling scores it? right yeah. and it was based on this movie I, saw, I watched called the funeral which is ill it's like vincent gallo um Mar- uh fucking christopher walken it's like this ill slept on late 90s movie it's about mm-hmm. like this this crime family and their brother gets killed and like they're just but they're like super catholic which is like most mob people are like they go to church they easter christmas all that shit but they're like, you know, killing people and running numbers and whatever. So the whole movie's like Christopher Walken trying to get revenge and mm. like dealing with like like the whole Catholic guilt that goes with that shit. Mm. So, I, so I was like chopping that up into the into the uh into the album as I was making it. And I had that had Rob Marcy on it. Like today was the tenth anniversary of Marsburg. So I was like pump, pumping that song. Salute Marciano. Yeah, man. But that album that album took a long time. Like I don't know how long it took like Lyft to do his records. And that that one took me so long. It was like draining after a while. I was just like, no doubt. You know what I mean? It's like it's heavy. You feel the weight of the concept as you because you were doing it during. Is it like trying to stay on task? Yeah, it's like like I real I learned like I was a learning process. Being like I can't do that again. I can't like consciously do it and try to like maybe some people are great at that like i said kanye earlier it seems like early on he, he knew that he was mm-hmm. like you know this trilogy of late register i mean a uh, college dropout late registration was supposed to be good ass job became graduation but i don't know for lift like when you did like i fan emergency rations like if it was a strain or like you just knocked it out bro let me tell you emergency rations was so easy actually yo I Phantom was already in progress when I made Emergency Rations. Emergency Rations was a break from making I Phantom. Mm. Uh, I yeah, fucking laborious. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like I can't remember how far I was into I Phantom, but like I Phantom was the joint that like for for I don't even know how long before I even started recording, or maybe I had one or two songs, but it was like writing track lists down in my book time and mm. time again. Oh no! Well, if I move this song here, you know, what I'm saying, how would that change the storyline, the concept? Mm. You know what I mean? It was it was mind bending. You know what I'm saying? And so, get breaking away from that record. I can't even remember. I feel like it was like I was working on I Phantom, and then you know, talk, talking with LP at the time, we decided that it would be good to preface I Phantom because it was just like such a complex record, like to preface it with something. You know what I mean? Right. And that yeah. we were just like, yeah, let's do an EP before, you know, before it drops. And I was like, Whew. you know what I mean? I, I was like, I was glad. And I even I think I left New York, went back to Boston, you know, recorded, you know, back at uh, 
Butter Beats, uh, Boston Butter Beats. I was like the spot back then, you know what I mean? And I just remember those those emergency ration sessions being so free, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I, I Phantom was was a real labor of love, and I would say particularly that there's a song that came to be called Success that had actually had Aesop on the hook, right? Right, right. Love that but, joint. But, love that but that song, thank you, brother. But that song, like th that, the one that made the version of it that made the record is probably the fourth iteration of that. Song. <laughs> Like, 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 I don't even, I wrote draft after draft of that song, just over different beats, just trying to get it right. And it would just be like, okay, I wrote this whole song. I recorded it. Now I'm taking a couple days to sit with it. Does it do what it needed to do in that spot to bridge the song before it and what I want to do after? And I just kept missing the mark, you know what I mean? And it was just like, so yeah, I, I hear you on that. Like, like yeah. the concept shit can be real, real uh, labor intensive, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take another quick break, and then we we coming back with the gusto because Alaska's gonna lead us on what are some bad concept albums, ones that didn't oh, necessarily shit. hit the mark. We'll be right back. Call out culture. Yo, here with Mr. Left. Boom. Sorry, I woke up my dog. Yeah, no, I really did. He, he's old. He's like, Peace with the bums, man, curly pasture. Enough with the polites and pleasantries. This is about shrap. Me and my partner, Prem Rock, bringing you a lot of heat rocks, falling metal, exploding bombs. Produced by Lucid and Willie Green. Brought to y'all by Backwood Studios. If you don't have it by now, then you missing out. Just when you thought it was safe. One. All right, boom. Yo, we are back. Call out culture. The biggest, the baddest, the roughest, the raga, you know? <laughs> and we are here to talk about concept records, concept albums. That's what we talk about tonight. Yeah. We're here with um, guest star tonight, Mr. Lift. Um, also want to tell y'all, Mr. Lift got a new endeavor called The Vanguard. Yeah. Him and Stu Bangers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is nice. like one of the most hardest working men in hip hop right now. Do you yeah, know he's got yeah. a box set, a beast, a box set. Yeah, it's saw. unreal, yeah. man. Like yeah. I, I, I love you know working with folks that you know that you, you, where, where I just I, and I marvel at this dude's work ethic, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because man, I, I think every MC in here probably has a story about a producer that you really thought that they made dope beats but their work ethic you know what mm -hmm. i mean like you, you just yeah, couldn't you know I mean? have to like basically bring them over to their fucking sampler and be like yo could you please make a beat like <laughs> i've had that experience too many times bro you know what i mean and like so so the link with Stu and to just be like wait like it's it's like 10 a.m and like you're already sending me two beats that you made this morning like it's wow, crazy nice. yeah he, he, he's, he's real ill but yeah the group is called vanguard you know what I'm saying, and the um, and the the, the EP is self-titled, and the, the lead single off of the EP is called "The New Normal." So that's what I said. That's out now, listeners. Check cool. that out. The new normal, Mister nice. Liv. I checked it out earlier. It's a great mm. little salvo, slow little. You know what I'm saying? It's a little smoke bomb. Mm. About to blast cool. over y'all, and then before you know it, you know what I'm cool. saying. Cool. Cool. So Alaska. Yeah. Lead us. 
thought, let, let me hear, we all, we, 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 we I, I sent out notes before we started, just, you know, just start ruminating about what a bad concept I have made, or just what, which one you think didn't hit the mark or whatever. Elijah, so please I, lead us off. I got a couple, a couple lukewarm ones before I get into my, my fever, my COVID <laughs> fever tape. You go um, warm, you go, you go focus. My man yeah. setting the table for real. So, so the first one is um, Jay-Z's American Gangster. I was thinking about this. Okay. I was thinking about this. It's boring as fuck. Um, <laughs> the next one is. But hold on, wait, the, wait, 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 hold on, time out. Okay. You're not going to defend American Gangster. Listen, are you? All right, man, listen. Blue yeah, it's magic. one song. Nah, dog, nah, nah, nah. Peep it. American Gangster was him at the time being like, I'm retired, right? That, that yeah. was during his retirement run. Quote unquote. So American Gangster was like a marketing ploy to be like, I'm only coming out of retirement to make this concept album about the shit I used to do because now I'm cool with Obama and all that. I can't be the drug dealer, dude. I'm, I'm down with Chris Martin and Bono. I can't be talking this coke rap shit. So it was right. a smart way for him to make a coke rap album because at the time the coke rap wave was hitting with Jeezy, fucking clips, mixtapes, all that right. shit popping. Right. So but it still he, sucked though. But Peebit, he... <laughs> I mean, it's cool, like, it's if, awesome. if we're doing a branding podcast for, for Ad Week, but we're not doing a concept record. Dog, you, got, you, got, you got success on there with Nas. I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, hit him. Hit him, Z. That, 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 that's the hardest shit in the world. Nobody, nobody's being like, you know what? I'm going to throw an American Gangster today oh, would you while I clean. I'm going to throw an American <laughs> Gangster while I do anything. Because that's <laughs> American the Gangster rock, came up on your in your playlist. I'll rock say this. Boys, I'll say this. Rock oh, Boys is crazy. We're talking that's about crazy. a concept record. Ignorant shit We're is crazy We're not talking about hot jams. We're talking about a concept Dude, record. Ignorant shit with Beanie, that joint is stupid. Yo, man. Blue Man. Alaska, you're going to see the light, baby. You're going to see the I light, agree. Baby. I agree. The, the, the concept was a marketing pitch to be like, I want to get down with this Denzel movie. Be like an artiste. I got you. I'm just saying. The I'm album it has four crazy songs. <laughs> okay, that's four great songs. Man. Yeah, four great those songs make a great album. It oh no, there's that joint at the end. Um, what was it called? Not lust. Oh, Fallen. That joint's hot too. Yeah, yeah. No lucky joints. Fallen. Five yes. joints. Five crazy yes. joints. Now we five joints. If you make five oh, hot shit. joints, I'm buying five. your album. Period. If you make five, five I'm buying your album. Yo, that's 2025 in the instrumental at the record. I'm set. $20. I'm <laughs> good. Extra medium. All right, man. Go ahead. I couldn't stand for that. All right. So then the, then the next one is um that Adrian Young and oh, Ghostface. That is, like, oh, that is a dud. 12 Reasons to Die. That's a dud. 12 Reasons yeah. Not to Buy. The artwork's that amazing. <laughs> that that shit's amazing. like, are you really saying that this is good? No, no, I'm just saying the packaging was amazing. Oh, okay. The, every, I was, yo, I was so excited to buy that joint. The cover was ill. He was so yeah. oh, it's, it's based on Italian 70s. Ghostface is back. Ghostface is back. Narrative like, started there. He's like, oh, we got all analog. We did that shit on tape. We did that in the studio. I'm like, when did you know that the like, jig was up? When, when I pressed play and I heard this dude was not on beat once, I was like, this was yeah. a cash grab, dog. You know, this you know what this shit is like. The description about him being melted into a vat of acetate and, and made acetate. And I was like, I was all, here's man. here's what I, I I equate that album with. You know, like when you were young and you end up like crashing at someone's house and you sleep on like their old basement couch, <laughs> yeah. and it's got like that '70s fabric that's kind of like. <laughs> 
You're woolish, sweating. but it's also kind of like potato sacky. <laughs> real itchy, and you wake up like, ugh, I feel gross. <laughs> that's what that, that's what listening to that record is. <laughs> yeah. No one, no, no who members are on beat the whole album. No one is so one. bad. Just, so you know what that means, though. Yeah. You know what that means. We 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 text with it. They recorded the other beat. And vocals got slid around. But yo, the the, the yo, the, the Apollo Brown remix. Oh, the Brown tape. The brown is tape is fire. fire. The Brown, the Apollo, and Thumbs I'm not up a to him. super fan of all of Apollo's output, but that one right there is my <laughs> favorite of his collection of beats. That That's brown the last tape time Ghost Sound Right was on that remix. That is right. fire, yep. And Ghost right. is really lukewarm. And Go here, ahead, here's the one that's going to get me in trouble. Uh, and, and I have a reason for it. So, so say it and then say your go. reason, and we we'll obliterate you. So it is Prince Among Thieves. <laughs> what is your problem? Like, who, so let me ask you a question. Who, when who is the last time? When's the last time you played Prince Among Thieves? Hip hop. When's, when's the, the last time, time you played, played Prince Among Thieves? And I, I'll let this caveat out. You know, I'm currently working with Breeze, so I'll let. No, I love Breeze. Breeze is one of my top three MCs of all time, and he's the only reason I still go back to that record is to he listen to Breeze's song. He bodies that shit. But. Yeah. Outside of that, it's not like it's not like I'm like every two like once a year, every two weeks, I'll fall into like a ghost face wormhole where I listen but to nothing the fact, but ghost face. The fact right, that Prince right. Paul pulled it off, that when you first heard it and you saw that he pulled it off, that was something right I mean, there. Not, yeah, it's, it's not like every what, no where idea. where is the replay value on it? There's mm. great replay, the beats, the De La Soul. So when's the last time you played it? I just told you two months ago. You want me to say it again? I'll say it again. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't care if you believe me. Like, you don't it, believe it was in preparation for our, our Breeze Brewing episode. Correct. <laughs> When's the last time you played it before that? Oh, come on. When's the last time I played fucking The Fern? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Man. Hopefully like, not since it came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop, man. Stop it, man. Oh, my God. But I, I mean, I'm saying I don't th- – actually, I don't think What's it's a bad record. I just – I think it's, I think it's overrated reason? and overvalued. So that's your reason. Mm. Yeah, like I don't think the other performances. I mean, Breeze destroys everything because Breeze always destroys everything. But like right. overall, I'm like, who cares? Like, are you really like going to listen to like Whitey Ford be a cop? <laughs> like, do you want to hear that song? Do you give a fuck about that song? <laughs> is that making any of your mixtapes? <laughs> but here's the whole thing. There is there is something to be said about certain songs that are very um specific to topic that they don't have much replay value because once you get past the topic, you know, like um I gave you power, I play all the time. But straight bullet, I played three times and I was done with it. Cause I was and enough. it's the much better version of that song. That's uh-huh. what I don't no, get. Straight bullet is the ver- is the is the least version. Yeah, I gave yeah. you power is the better version. Of that concept, point blank, period. One of them has Trackmasters beats, the other doesn't. I gave you powers premiere. Wait, we talk, we talking about straight? We talking about organized straight bullet? Yeah, yeah. I used to love. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I see. I got yo. I got to go back and listen to Straight Bullet because I remember that that shit was ultra hard. You know, what I mean, like, Dude, like Farrell's verse on that shit is bananas. Yeah, I mean, first of all. It's tough, you know, it's tough fucking with, with, with Nas, you know what I mean? When, when Nas is functioning on that level, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's like a fucking crater in the earth, you know what I mean? So it's tough to, to, you know, I can't say that, I can't make the argument that Straight Bullet got that, but I'm just saying that I don't think, you know, I haven't listened to Straight Bullet in a long time, so I got to see if it stood the test of time. 
But mm -hmm. I just remember, you know, I remember that the way that song made me feel. I mean, that Extinction Agenda album just had some moments on it that were special, you know what I mean? And there's another illustrious group that did that laid another goddamn dud. And then we don't know if it was for a check, but the one and only, um, I love that phrase, I'm doing that all night tonight. The one and only De La Soul embarked on a, uh, on a, on a, on a journey <laughs> to Old Paris or, or whereabouts in France and got with these producers and made something called First Serve. Oh, I, I don't even remember that thing. Wait, wait. Wait a minute, hold on, dog. Like, I, I was thinking that you were gonna say something completely different. Is this an album that I straight missed? Yeah, so did, dog. it doesn't come up as De La Soul because it comes up as like Pops and, um, and True Goy and Dave um, rapping yeah. on it and these, yeah. all these French producers like Maceo is not on it. He might be doing scratches on it or whatever. But it's this oh, whole concept album with two characters. So it's like Equinox Light. Mm -hmm. And there are these two guys, and one is trying to get out the game, and one. Is... <laughs> I swear it's to God, as, it's built as plug one and plug two presents. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I okay. This. I missed yeah. that shit. Okay. You, yeah, you didn't miss nothing, though. That is a disaster. <laughs> now here's the I, thing. I didn't the even bar, know about it until tonight when I was doing research. <laughs> wow. Here's the, thing, okay. the, the bars are tough. It's really some good bars, but the beats are really. Real bad. Okay. And I remember because I was fiending for Daylight around that time. And so when I caught it, I called up Dilla. This was like years ago. I was like, yo, yeah. man, this is this, this new Daylight project, man. You nah, got to it. That ain't the one. That's not the one. Get out. Damn, okay. I'm like, I'm like, should I even go back and peep it to verify? Nah. Yeah, let's go like, skim through just... it. Skim through it. I think I'm good based on what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Like, Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna just let that one slide, man. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here's, here's, here's the Um, do I have another one? Um, there's always like talk of like the firm. Not, no, it's not a concept album. Listen, no, but my point is the firm not doubling down on the concept as to why the firm itself didn't work. Like if they went more Gambino-ish and more topic specific. Would the firm have been able to be executed? I mean, uh, listen, I'm, I'm I'm a firm apologist only because all the mixtape joints they did with Clue are crazy. By the time it got to the studio, it was like it was just like it was just like a business deal. It was like Dr. Dre gets his cut, Trackmaster gets his cut, Steve Stout gets his cut. Do some shit, put it out. We'll all get summer houses this year. Like that, right, there was right. not there was nothing about it. Whereas the mixtapes on Clue is like. Cormega's rhyming on hype out the rhyming on like block party joints from the seventies and eighties. Like they're all, they're all like, it's like a, like, like a whole buzz about them. But the album mm -hmm. is like, all right, you know, we, we got to like go triple platinum this year. That'd be fun. Cool. Do that. But the album is a flop, but you know, but you know, what's so interesting, man, you know, how we, we hear breaking down, you know, the misses, you know, we talked about, you know, some of the great ones and stuff. We talking about the misses. And, and one thing that I, I got to say, like, in my experiences as an artist, sometimes that dud just follows you, man. Like, like I, I remember, like, after I made, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you can't fucking escape it. Like, and I don't know if y'all really know what I'm talking about, but I'll say this, man. Like, so, like, after making iFandom, right? Mm. I had other products before that, but that was, like, my first actual album. And I had heard 
about the sophomore slump. You know what I mean? Like you just hear so many people talk about it. Like, oh, people's second album never, you know, not never as good as the, the first one and all this shit. And bro, I put that shit off for so long. Like, you know, I went and did the Perceptionist record, you know, with mm. Acrobatic and Facts One. That was the our Lord. debut. It was like, oh, I got another day. All right. So I was like, I got another debut I could come with, you know, a lot of good energy and excitement surrounding that just for the immediate crew and everything like that. We had fun touring for that and all that. But then it was like time to make a second record for myself, you know, and like, yo, bro, like, I, I'll never forget this. Like, I spent like a summer, you know, in Massachusetts. Blueprint was sending me beats and everything like that. And um, and I put this record together. And it was sample heavy, and I knew that, and I brought it to Jooks, and they were like, yo, bro, we can't put this shit out. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just, it's got like these samples, you know what I mean? And this is right, it's like right after like lawyers started really fucking with you, even in the underground, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Do you and right. shit, right? And so, you know, like the best possible thing that could have happened in that scenario happened. L was just like, yo, I'll produce the album, you know what I mean? And Momega! Yeah, ex you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like, we went into the lab, you know what I mean? And it was just, it was just this crazy conundrum where I couldn't let go of how the songs used to sound. Mm -hmm. And L, as innovative as he is, was just like, yo, bro, let's just, he's like, I'll, like, give me the, you know, give me, he was like, just record the fucking verses, give them to me, I'll build around them something new, or here's this new beat lay the shit down over it this so they went from like these old like sample uh soulful like nina simone type samples Ooh. to like industrial and even though what l was doing was brilliant i just couldn't see it clearly at the time you know what i mean and it was just like we bumped heads about it and it was just a frustrating process for both of us because i was stuck where where i was at you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then like he had his own vision and it was just like no one was wrong but we just we just couldn't see eye to eye on the shit. Then I go out to tour for the fucking record and the tour bus driver drops us 38 feet down into a fucking like ravine. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe like five, like five shows into the tour. So it's just, you know, so it's crazy because I'm thinking like the whole time we're talking and especially when we got onto Equinox because I remember how palpable that fucking like that, um, that anticipation was, man, you know, coming yep. off of Extinction Agenda, like Extinction Agenda felt like everything had been realized. And, and like, mm. I don't know about y'all, I like, I just wanted to see organized win. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because- Me too. Dude, you know what I'm saying? I think everyone wanted to see them win. You know what I'm saying? Like- Gangstar, like you wanted to see these dudes like keep going up and up and up and exactly, up. Exactly, bro, exactly. And so like, I just feel like, you know, maybe, you know, that might've just been their moment where like they had like all this momentum and I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it just, that thing was just following them and it was just like, it's almost like a fucking like Grim Reaper for rap. It's almost like, you know what? Like you got this idea, you putting in your best effort, your heart is in this, but not this time. You know what I mean? Like, so it's one of those fucking things. So all that being said, I want to make my contribution to this and I don't even know if y'all would consider this a car concept record. For me, bruh, Redman, there is a dark side, bro. Ooh. I don't know. Y'all consider it a concept record? I don't know. Mm. But Ooh. let me tell you, all the beats, to me, bled. I couldn't tell where one track ended and the Yo. next one began. It just seemed yeah. like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just seemed like Red that. had a pound of weed sitting on the desk, bruh.
And like every moment, like he was just chiefing and like the whole shit just sounded like a fog to me. You know what I mean? Like mm. that was like one of the most and coming off of what the album, I was so hyped, bro. Like Rated R is one of my favorite songs oh. to date. You know what I mean? And needless to say, Red, you know, Red bounced back and made other like, you know, dope songs after this album or whatever. You know what I mean? But like, man, I just remember that palpable, like, and it seemed like it was a concept because there was such a, like, at least aesthetically, like, the, the sound of the beats, the texture of it was so consistent from beginning mm-hmm. to end, a lot of skits and shit. But it just seemed like a, like it was like a cloud of blunt smoke to me. Like, I couldn't even grasp onto that record on any angle, man. I spent, like, a year Red trying to get into that record. Did, what up, what up? Red do a bunch of production, or did oh, yeah. Eric Sermon no, do a bunch Red of production on that? I, mean, I, mean, I think, yeah, Red, Red dove in on production and, like, shit, bro. Red produced the first record, too. He produced yeah. what? Yeah, he yeah. did yeah, yeah. He writes it down that. in the um in the what's the shit called? It's uh the check the technique book. I think it's either that yeah. or Rock him told me. Yeah, uh, okay. He writes it down that, into like, basically... until Muddy Waters, right? Yeah, sir. Sir, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the track list now for Darius Dark. Side. Wait, wait. Sir, Red produced all of what the album? Yeah, he talks about yeah. how and he then, basically no, no, like he they forced it, uh... him to go and figure it out on his own because they were yeah. like on tour, so they didn't have time to give him beats, so he had to just figure out how to make beats on his own. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. P well, Rock did, uh, did How They Roll Blunt. That's the only like notable person. Yeah. Wow, that's album. crazy. Yeah, because he, he said about what the album he was like, he was just like listening to the NWA albums, like manuals on how to make a record. That's why he's all the skits and shit. That's yeah. fucking crazy. I thought I thought Eric Sermon, you know, I always I mean, thought I, that until I read that book, I assumed Eric Sermon did the whole record. Thank wow, God. That's fucking crazy. The stain of hmm. Eric Sermon is not all over the DNA of Redman. Thank God he was able to wash away that sin. Liff, if you haven't listened to many episodes of our show, three people with that are punching bags are Eric Sturman, Common, and Razzcat. Oh, bro, because I told... <laughs> Yo, Yo, there's no quarter for any of them here. Yo, I heard you. vinyl or eBay. Yo, yeah, you, 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 you know, yesterday I found my, my 12 inch of Rassassination. I was like, yo, any takers? And Cash was like, hold <laughs> it. <laughs> Bro, I heard how y'all did E dub on that episode, man, that you sent me poorly. I was like, yo, bro. Like, yo, wow, it's not, it's not like, Cash I didn't realize yeah, E dub just. Was body and people just aura like that? Like you, like you, y'all made it sound like you come near E Dub, like you give him a you give him a pound and it's a wrap for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, man. I guess, I'm good on the great Still getting away with it. Still to this day, Vernie in my ass. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you my picks and we're gonna take a break. You guys ready? All right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. One person was already mentioned. Yeah, yeah I love this man. He's dope, but Prince Paul. Uh, what was the name of this album? It was called Politics oh, yeah. and the Business. This oh, album God. is yeah, dog track. shit. Yeah, and track. it was him making because <laughs> it was him being like, the industry doesn't want me. I don't fit in. What if I made like a satire industry album? And it's like when I, when I tell you the people on this album, you ready? First song, Dave Chappelle is on the album. Ready? Castro. The third song, Eric Sermon is on the album. Ready? You know that. Master Ace, Pretty Ugly, Truth Enola, Guru, Planet Asia, Wordsworth, Chuck D, Ice T, Tash from the Alcoholics, Beat Nuts, Bismarck, Tony Touch, Mr. Len, Cardinal Official. He got all these people on his album, and this, Gene Gray, this album sucks balls. 
because it's him trying to make like a jiggy radio <laughs> joint what? and it's weird so it's like it's a it's an album how much you hate the industry and it, so it's, it's like your version of it and it and the, every skit is you bitching about the industry that doesn't want you and you get all these heavy hitters to make like fake industry club joints it's really really bizarre like it doesn't I don't know, man. It's like it's like the opposite, of like how Beastie Boys made "Fight to Your Right to Party" as a joke and then it blew up, and then the motherfuckers like started being them dudes overnight. Like, oh shit, yo, right. girls, fucking beer. Ah, we sold ten mil. This was like, I hate the industry, and yet I will make an industry album making fun of it, and it doesn't go anywhere. Like that shit is just. I end up making fun yeah, of myself. Dude. It's weird, but I'm saying, like, yo, you got Dave Chappelle on two joints. Like he's on the first song and the second to last song. When Dave Chappelle was affordable. Yeah, this is like right before Rick James and all. Like the show was on the air, and he got he got Dave Chappelle. All right, the other one. You ready for this? So, these motherfuckers. I have a very like love hate relationship with them as a group because people love them so much. And I'd be curious to hear what Alaska and Lyft think because they were like maybe competitors or peers at some point. But everybody was so enthralled with these motherfuckers because of the story and the technology, and they're bringing that sound back. I'll talk about little brother. Little brother. Oh. So, the listening was like, it was cool. I peeped it. I was like, there's certain songs I think are really cool. I think Fonte's, I love Fonte. I think Fonte's incredible to this day. Yeah, Fonte's but, ill with it. He's ill. But I was like, eh, everyone's in love with them just because there ain't a lot of like large pro beats out right now. There ain't a lot of Pete Rock beats at the moment. So this dude making that type of shit, everyone loved it. Okay, fine. Ooh, 10th Wonder? 10th Wonder. <laughs> so, when the when the what's name came out? Okay, the album I'm picking is the Minstrel Show. Minstrel Show. Okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm working, Castro. You know this. I'm working. I'm working at Broad and Market, where Fye used to be on the first floor. Mm-hmm. So I'm working. It's my first job out of college, where where my wife works is where I meet her. And you know, Tuesdays I'm a record store fiend. Tuesdays I go right down to the elevator. First floor is Tower Records. I'm like, mom. Before it was Fye, it was Tower. So I'm there. I got money to burn. I my, my first job after college. I'm looking at the fucking records. I'm like, this menstrual show shit. I look at the back. I look at the cover. It's them making fun of UPN and all that. I'm like, all right, this might be dope. I see one name and I'm, I'm all in. I see Elzai. I'm like, yo. No, God. All right. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give us a shot. Fucking right? doors. Why would I even bother? I, I played the album and I remember all the build up. They were like, oh, they're too smart for fucking videos and the videos got banned from BET because it's too intelligent. And it's too smart and all that. And I was like, all right, cool. I got $15. Boom. I bought it and played it. Now, granted, the skits are great. The skits are really funny. But the rest of the album, I was like, I kept waiting to hit me. And then it was over. And I was like, what, what the fuck was going on? Everyone else is like, I love my little brother. They got me through college. They gave me minstrel shows fucking genius. I'm like, that shit is boring. And I, I love Fonte to this day. I play all his records when he comes out. Shouts to the rapper just, Big Pooh. He's gotten better with time. That initial show is a dud. Like that shit. Talk about albums you never go back to or never think of in your life that you own. I have it somewhere. Never think about it. Never play it. Can't name three songs. Right. Right. I, I, remember, I remember feeling like that record was just kind of like, yeah, just like one kind of just one shade of gray, like just like kind of like had a bland, like, like, yeah. For me, I think what kills a record for me is that like if I can't discern one one beat from the next, you know, and that's my yep. memory of that record. You know what I mean? It's like 
is like these brothers trying to make a very powerful statement, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but, yep. but like the soundscape, not quite. There's no, no diversity. As as like Lauren to. Hill unplugged. Let me tell you about how I wasted my money on God, goddamn CD. And I went for weeks thinking, oh yeah, track four is my favorite track. It's my favorite track until I realized it's track 19. Track 19 sounds like track 26. That sounds like oh, track 8. And they're all shit. the same because she can't play a fucking guitar. She can shoot Here's the crazy part. Her. But here's the crazy Better thing about the, the, the Minstrel Show album. Mm. On mm. Atlantic Records. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and then when that shit bricked, I think there's like a Lil Wayne feature on that album or something because he said he liked them or something. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, they had a song with him. Uh, he was on fire. They had a song with Wayne. Yeah. Like Wayne would do the pop up features. He on, would pop up. But the crazy yeah, thing is, all they, they would do mixtapes with DJ Drama. Crazy. Their mm-hmm. album after this called The Get Back. Crazy album. Right. Bangers. This shit is on fire. Like everything after that was was a high point, but everyone was so in love with the listening and this menstrual show shit because it all hit people at certain times in their lives. Where I'm right. like, I wasn't in that space where I was just in love with these dudes. I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, I got fifteen bucks. Fuck it. You know they're competent. All right. Yep. And the, and like and like Lyft said that the the themes were really dope and important and executed. Like the the skits were so ill and like he was doing the Percy Miracle shit where he was singing. Yeah. Mark Kelly shit with Fonte. It's great, but the album is like, yo. So yeah. and people are coming, they're gonna come at me for that one. Uh, but 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 you know the thing that's that's ill about it again, man. I think it's that fucking that 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 Grim Reaper of rap shit. Like like you know like for them, they probably wanted to make their best shit ever. You know what I mean? On Atlantic Records, you know what I'm saying? Now, now you're playing yeah. ball majors. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to make a big statement, and thematically they had the whole shit like. It is. The show it's like okay boom like we fucking now with this this big corporate money we got mm-hmm. this platform this stage we they should have got with spike bamboozle was out they should have got with spike Ooh. reinterpreted that that would have worked out but you yo know let's it's, take it's, real quick it's real quick it's the opposite okay, it's, 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 I'll, let, I'll wrap it up it's the opposite yeah. of how kendrick did good kid mad city on a major mm. mm-hmm. like kendrick right. was like i can talk about you know getting robbed and smoking dust as a teenager and taking my mom's van and like having gang members fuck me up just because i live like all the stress of being that age but giving me backseat freestyle the poetic justice song for the radio with drake yeah within pools like he delivered on all of the heavy joints that money trees all that shit while still Mm -hmm. giving you like the heartfelt personal concept that he mapped out in his mind Versus little yeah. brother, like Lifts that probably had all the idea, and then like, there's no hits, there's no right, right remix, there's no song. Everybody was just playing that one joint, or even that one instrumental. Everybody would just want to rap on. Like the album just didn't. I, yeah. I wonder, and, and we've kind of discussed this in previous episodes. Like, I wonder if like I don't know how they feel about it, but and Lift, you 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 may have experienced this too. Like when you finish a record. And it's like done, mastered, and everything. And you listen to it, and you're like, "Shit, this isn't good." Man, I mean, you know, like I mean, these people could have that feeling. They're in Atlantic, and they don't have any control over it. Any control, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's like, I mean, I had it happen on Jokes, and it was like I didn't have any control over it. Right. Right. Jokes, yeah. You know? And I would have to say that, you know, I don't know if I had the feeling of this isn't good, but what I what I had the feeling of. It, and it's a terrible feeling to have, 
when you have a record that's done, it's mastered, it's coming out, but you're unresolved with it. That, that, yeah. that, that, that's, that's how I would best describe my, feel, my feeling on that. Because, you know, there were some jams that I was just like, okay, we connected and we did this properly, like, like a song like Brothers. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, okay, yeah. this was like the interpretation that this song needed. And we just, we just hit this on all cylinders, boom. But then, you know, I can't even really remember, you know, there, yeah, there was just other, and it's, and it's so weird, like, even now, I'm more connected to the feeling of, of making the record than what the record even might be, because I have people hit me up from time to time being like, you know, like, into that, that are, that are actually into that album, and, and like, and, you know, I, I love Elle, of course, for, like, taking the time to make that record with me and sticking with me through all those, you know, like, all the friction and, and all the tension and shit. But, like, it's so crazy that, like, what lingers is just that feeling of being, like, unresolved and being, like, oh, yeah. is there anything I could have done to turn this, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to just turn this slightly a different direction so it wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have had this feeling or whatever, man. But it's just, it's one of those fucking things, man. And like you, like you said too, bro, like, you know, after that, uh, little brother, you see like the, the next work banging, right? Yeah, but banging. It, right. But it's just yeah, that. Once you get that, once you get that reaper off you. Hmm? Yeah. Once yeah you get the, that reaper off you. That reaper, dog. Oh, yeah. But you also kind of go back to having that chip on your shoulder that you had in your earlier works. Where it's like to you need to yourself. prove something and change the narrative. Mm. Like, right. all right, these motherfuckers are sleeping on me now, so I need to like come and like really bring the heat. Yep, exactly. And a yeah. lot of that drives a lot of your back. earlier work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like you're trying to prove yourself. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Right. Which is like that right, in let's, itself. Let's, um, yeah, let's go ahead. Quick, let's take let's take let's take a quick break. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got we got our ideas flying, and we could just come on our wrap up tip at the end. All right, we call out. Yeah, yeah, this beat in the background here is brought to you by me, Zilla Rock, of the Call Out Culture Podcast, Wrecking Crew, and all that good ish. This is off my first beat tape, entitled, Imaginatively, Don't Drop a Beat Tape, Zilla. It is available now on Bandcamp, $3pistol.com. It's 12 beats, it's five hours, five hours, five clans, five beans, five smackaroos, whatever. Several quarters. I can't count right now. I'm doing a commercial. Check it out on Bandcamp now. First Bandcamp beat tape I ever made. Don't drop a beat tape, Zilla. Get it now. Back to the show. Blau. I need a new call. I need a new catchphrase, y'all. So Blau is like. It's a good one. I know, but it's like I want to rotate some days. other ones in. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. <laughs> All right. So um, now you know we're getting to our um, finale. And I want to talk about concept records that work, that um, in your eyes, you know what I'm saying, they were able to lock you in or gravitate you and you were able to hit that orbit for a while. So um, I'm going to kick this off. I got a couple. Um, I really like, so Company Flow was like my Bible for a minute. Um, yeah. Definitely a record that you could just like on an insular tip. You got your headphones on. Nobody knows what you're listening to. You don't give a damn. You know, we're independent yeah. as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. care who cares, who knows. If you're, not, you're not singing lyrics with each other. You're not, you know, hip-hop is definitely, especially around that time, you would be face-to-face -face with your boys and you know parts and they know parts and shit. Yep. That's not what Cold Flow was. Cold Flow was like a Bible. I'm going to know this and I'm going to decode the Matrix and y'all going to still be plugged in. Yeah. So when they, when, when the hiatus, and it's also, 
the mystery of artists was still around. Like, you don't know what's going on with an artist. You're just kind of waiting for the release. You don't know what's going on in the background and things are mm-hmm. fucked up or if they're cool or whatever like that. You don't think about groups breaking up. Yeah. So then um, you hear a little bit of the friction, but then they drop a record that's totally different than the first record, and that is Little Johnny. Um, Little Johnny from the hospital? From the hospital. Little Johnny in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I love that record. Mm-hmm. That's the instrumental joint. Yes. Yeah. But there's very much a concept if you allow the sounds to wash over you. If you're into Len, if you're into L, it's pretty much you know easy. It's, to me, it's like paint by numbers if you're into their production. Right. But I remember that first wave of disappointment, maybe because I'm like, well, what the fuck? I need some lyrics. Where's Just? Like you know, mm. with right. my with my fix. But yeah allowing myself to see my my favorite artist at the time be expand expansive mm-hmm. yo let's yo come with me on this shit look at this art mm-hmm. i was like well you know this is creepy ass baby i hate babies i hate creepy ass babies like that's <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like that. and this motherfucker landing him and, and l taking this baby over here and now the baby's over here by your car and shit like, is that the baby you know what i'm saying and, right uh, and i was really um I was really burgeoning in my MCing at that point. So, mm-hmm. hey, you give me shit to spit over, like comp and all the other great beats on there and shit like that. Um, yep. So I really liked that. I thought the concept hit home, the brown, um, the artwork, the vinyl pieces. I was all about it. Yeah, so that's I, an I ill sleeper little pick little right there, brother. That's mm-hmm. an ill sleeper pick, you know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's ill. Who else got next? Who got next? My last we go. Um... All right. I mean, I got I got a bunch of them, but I'll I'll just go Here with one, go. and then were we gonna roundtable it or or what? What are we saying, Cash? Yeah, let's just let's just yeah, let's just keep just keep tossing ones out. You think? You um, know. I'm gonna go with Bobby Digital and Stereo. Ooh, Ooh. Bobby, digital. Bobby, my loving is digital. I love that record, man. Here's my, I'm, I, already, I already gave mine away. Yeah, and that, that's a record. It took a long time for to grow on me, but once it did, it was just like it stayed in my deck for. A good six months straight. Like I actually had to figure out that album from the inside out to appreciate mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> and Rizzo was definitely doing um, press tours to sell the persona. That was that yeah. was hitting for me. Seeing him yeah, in the magazine, yeah, that, that, that dropped like fourth quarter, like ninety eight. Like that was like yeah. a big deal for him. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. You know, um, what's, uh, what's uh, about Bobby Digital? I like. Yeah, the artwork's amazing. Um, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm probably gonna get Instagram ads again because like there was like a stretch where I was getting like Bobby Digital T-shirt ads. I was like, "Fuck, I want to buy that shit." <laughs> I, want- I, just, I just kept like flinching. I was like, "I oh, don't know. I don't really spend thirty dollars right now on a fucking T-shirt." But uh, that album is like wow. This sh- it's like the last time RZA just didn't give a fuck. Like yeah. he was yeah. Out. The mix is crazy. The, the mix is, is and crazy. doesn't make any sense. This domestic no. violence joint where she's like, "Bobby, you ain't shit." And you and daddy ain't shit. Mommy Your mama ain't shit. Yeah, and then he's like saying oh, the most hateful shit ever to a woman ever on a rap song. That shit is. But in the joint sample. We bonded like, over domestic violence. We're, we're, we're a little ashamed to say. Yeah, that, but sure that was hot. one of our bonding moments. That was a hot song, y'all. <laughs> we, we talked about that joint before. That mm-hmm. shit is crazy. The Razzcast song is actually really dope. Yeah, it's, it's one of the few times that Razzcast is like that and come with it. Come with it. Wow, <laughs> we're gonna leave that alone because I'm a stranger with this motherfucker. But how's it? <laughs> so is it is it a concept album because he's introducing a new persona and a movie? I, I, well, he's all in. It's like a movie. He's a character. A, the movie yeah, never came out. 
I know it never came, but I mean, like there was, you know, it was presented as such. Remember, you, don't you love it when um, when rap albums have the credits written in the movie font? So it's like it's a movie, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they always like, you know, produced by something great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love that. All right, so what you got? Here's my 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 background. I got Handsome Boy Modeling School. That fucking album, it. man. Wow, it is. Shouts to I Alive, who actually work with Liv. I Live's newest album, uh, I'll Wait For oh, Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the home. That's my man right there. Yo, he's, yeah, cool. he's the, he made an album. He's the only Philly cat I knew that made an album like So How's Your Girl. And I'm so mad at this motherfucker. I'm happy because he's my man and I'm on the album. Um, but that was the closest I heard to someone pull off all of them styles, like how Prince Paul and, and Automator. Like that album made me like be an Automator fan forever. Like I love Automator. Oh, yeah. I love that's that great. dude. He's like one of a few bucket list cats left for me. Like if I could ever get a beat from this dude, I'm good. Right. But that record has like the, the fucking get a life shit with Chris Elliott sampling that shit from that show, which is like an early Fox sitcom. That, that show is dude. great. Yo, a whole album based on that shit. And then like Father Guido Sarducci talking about that shit. And then having like, <laughs> then having like Encore and then Dell fucking LP. And then like Sean Lennon on a record and Mike D and all that. Like it was just like it's a very like San Francisco record. Like I didn't notice that till the first time I went to San Francisco, where I was like, oh, I get it now. It's like hippie shit, but like kind of grimy and filthy, but like kind of pretty too. Because like I think we've been out there. So yeah, mm-hmm. Prince Paul made one of the worst joints to me ever, politics of the business, but this shit is still like like this shit. This, and, and oh man, that record is just like Magnetizing with Dell is stupid. Waterworld. What's the joint? The um the trial joint. What's that? Oh, that that's the truth with Jay Live and Royce and Murphy. Oh man, oh, I started man. getting into that band Maloko because she was on that record. That out, yo, that, that's one of the best rhymes I ever heard in my life. Jay Live, shouts to him. That shit is brother left. Dope, dope. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, mine mine's probably just gonna be a little unconventional, but it stays in the vein of Prince Paul's works. You know, to me, De La Soul is dead, man. Like, you know, I know that, again, maybe not a traditional concept record, but for me, the age that I was when I heard it, the fact that they had their own language, you know what I'm saying, talking about the donut shop and all that, and like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it just, to me, it was a it was a mind-exploding record because of the feel that it had from, you know, starting off, you know, just like, yeah, it just, just the feel that it had all throughout, which they were so great at doing, man. Like those first, I guess those first two records in particular, Three Feet High and Rising and De La Soul is Dead, man, just like, but there's something that De La Soul is Dead, like it captured my imagination in a way that just like progressed the seed that they had planted with Three Feet High and Rising. Mm. And I think that like, and, and like so much so that for me, when when it did come years later, when I was making I Phantom, De La Soul is Dead was so influential on that process. Just like, just you know, just the way that they put the skits together kept, kept the the feel of the record a certain way. You know what I mean? Um, and then just like had these moments where that would you know would strike out and just like flash out, like you know, like Saturdays would come on. You know what I mean? And like. And that song in itself is its own like galaxy, you know what I mean? It's just I don't know, man. It's just something about that record. I know it's not technically a concept record, but there's something so it's probably more thematically like as we were trying to delineate earlier in the show. You know, it's probably more of a thematic record than a whole, you know, 
wholehearted concept record, but that one for me is like that, that taught me what, like what a really well ac- executed album. It set the standard for like a really well executed album. You know what I mean? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Castro, I wanted to jump in when you were talking about when you were listening to little Johnny from the hospital and, and at first you were just like, where's the lyrics? You know what I mean? Yo. Yeah. So I had that experience. You know that song I be blowing on, on balloon mind state. Yeah. Like, yo, yo, actually I'm going to say this, man. To, to progress this De La and Prince Paul conversation, that record. So first of all, when I heard I Be Blowing, I couldn't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, oh, word. Now they just, they going to spend four minutes here just like with a horn, you know, just, mm-hmm. just <laughs> horns. Like, like that's where, that's where, that's where we're at. I wasn't ready for that incarnation of De La, but like much like your experience with Lil Johnny from the hospital, like that probably ended up being my most listened to De La album. Mm. Balloon, yeah, balloon definitely oh, comes my, back. Balloon's my favorite. Yeah, balloon's my favorite day. Yeah. when you yeah. start diving into daylight, you start playing balloon a bunch. Uh, you know, I think I, I love. I, I, me, I just I always think of this alternate universe on some Legion shit where Shorty Shorty No Mas is in daylight. She stays with them and she's on every record after. Right, right, right. No, no, you know no, no. But, but right, like, yo, I'm gonna oh. them cases. I got one. Yeah, yeah wait, can I say one more thing though? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yo, yeah. yo, I just think that there's some some of my favorite experiences as a music fan have been with records that when I first hear them, I don't understand them and mm-hmm. I don't like them. I'm like, yo, yeah. like you know what I mean? I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? This is cool, but definitely not my favorite shit. You know, from from this artist or whatever. And then like, lo and behold, like just like a couple more listens, a few more listens start unearthing shit and then you know some of those records like i said with balloon mindset go on to become my favorite records of all time you know what i mean yeah. the ones that started off not liking at all that's, yeah that's i had that with bobby digital that's my experience Bob with digital, drake though yeah. that's me and drake <laughs> okay general yo i was fronting on drake for randomly and then one day i was like you know what i i, I hate him on principle but his songs like annoy me but i kind of secretly like them right like, i'm just gonna dive all in and i was like yo i love this guy yeah, I love his rhythm songs. He does. And he does. He does. He does. I, I got somebody who, who fits in this category of repeated listens to the appreciation. Mm-hmm. And um, could be a concept record, but I, I kind of lean towards it because I think they're, they're pressing so much on their aesthetic. So this is more of a thematic aesthetic um, uh, record choice. And that's um, Rat King. So it goes. Mm, I love that yeah. album. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. And yeah. so even if you're not familiar, they just they are so New York. That is oh. it's just like New York refreshing, like oh, like a hydrant bust open and no cops around. Right, these kids, right. These kids go in. They have an older producer, which I definitely Sporting think life. Um, he's nice. Sporting life Sporting plays life into is he's, nice. he's older. So it's not just whims, this cat knows what he's doing with the machinery and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um you had Hawk at his um, Hawk had graded to his powers and Wiki just started. Wiki, Wiki was such man. a I love phenom him. with that energy and it was New York, kid. New York slang, New York references. So mm. I'm really like, um, so it goes. My rack. Okay. I, I actually just it. found out uh, the school my daughter's going to next year is the same school that Wiki graduated from. <laughs> oh, that's it. So I feel like we're starting a good tradition. <laughs> good alumni. You know? I... Here's a good record. Uh, uh, 88 Keys, Death of Adam. That's a fucking Bong. cool ass. I don't think I've ever heard that record. Yo, it's 80, good. 
nice, you know, from the lyricist of those days to working on. He did um, No Church in the Wild beat on Watch the Throne. Okay. And he wears, like, polo fucking every day, every piece of his body. And uh, (laughs) the album's got, I think Fonte's on there, Redman's on there. There's a song called Stay Up, Viagra with Kanye, where they're dressed as old men, and they go to a strip club, and no one knows who it is. So it's him and Kanye, like, looking like old perverts and shit. (laughs) And the whole album is about, like, how men will do anything in the world to to get to get a woman for the first time in bed so it's called a death of adam and then he has a song like he's a song called, with red man about getting gonorrhea and shit about getting burned. oh shit yo the album is <laughs> ill like it's it's it, it's that concept album that's like a crowd pleaser like there's no oh bro yo i'm sorry to interrupt you dog we just fucking Yo, we committed like a mortal sin in, in in the fucking name of rap, dog. None of us mentioned death certificate, bro. That's next on my list, bro. No. Bro. Wow. <laughs> you still going around? Yeah. Oh shit! I thought we were wrapping up. I, my bad. No, we just we still with this roundtable in one, you know, because there's so my many bad. honorable okay, matches. Go ahead, bro. I didn't mean to Alaska. cut you off, dog. Well, I mean, there we go. Death certificate. I mean, for yeah. record. That's mind exploding, bro. Talk yeah. about seamlessly, like, just pr- proving your point with the big, the bigger overall picture, but, like, mm-hmm. every single song, like, just pulling you into an experience, like, at the deep depths of an oh. experience. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. That shit is hard. That, that, that record, that, to me, that might be the best executed concept record of all time. Oh, yeah. That might get the plaque. That might get the plaque. You know, I, I, will, I will say this though, I do have a contestant because I'm so into how he did this record. And just, but it, it's also but I, like, I, really, I hold my, I hold my, it but, really bangs yeah. off of the, the second, the sophomore album too. Like, it's mm-hmm. arguably better than America's Most Wanted. Yeah. It's better, oh, dog. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm just going to say that shit. They got Burn Black Korea on it. Like, that shit is, that crazy. Shit is a wild song. Man. Yeah, I, I had I had the hardest time forever saying that it was better because I loved the um, Bomb Squad production. Mm-hmm. Right. America's Most Wanted, but a couple of years ago, I just sat with both of them, and I was like, Sir Jinx and the Boogie Sir Jinx, man. though. Sir Jinx. They, they really killed it. They killed it, man. Sir Jinx does not get his, his props in the world of hip-hop as one of the greatest producers ever. Yeah, man. I mean, awesome. that record... Yeah, that record... And it stands the test of time. I don't yep. know, man. It's just... Yeah, I need to listen to that again soon. Yeah, it'll definitely get you to move. Ugh. I got yeah. contestant. So my joint is always in forever. Zilla knows me for years. It's uh, Lupe's fiasco is the cool. Mm. And um, he he did go to a little extra mile to tie it in with the narrative that goes along with the record. So like the songs not might not necessarily fit, but the way he explains one song to another, like hip hop saved my life. He's saying oh, that it's my cool. And then the whole thing of my cool history um, he spells it that way and stuff. So it was like Michael history or whatever like mm. that. But just uh, you know, Paris, Tokyo. I mean, oh, that shit is all that. Like it's just go go gadget flow, dog. Gotta oh. eat. When he, when I realized gotta eat with the fast food references, I was like, okay, dumb it down. You know, it's crazy. I'm, I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna I'm, I'm hold you up for a second. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely mine. That's definitely one of mine. That's Who else got one? Bang bang, uh, rapid fire. Who else got one? Eleven, uh, eleven, twin, twenty. Concept, concept albums. Shit. I mean, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. 
I like that pick. Hmm. I like that pick going solo. Yeah, to re- it was a great record. Something. I mean, you know, she never Probably reached those heights again, but that album is. We doing that, then we got to mention the Carnival. I think those are twin records. Yeah, oh, Carnival's a great record. I love, I love the Carnival. I think, those, oh I think God, I Miss that. Education and the Carnival, I think those are twin records, conceptual on in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? But yo, we, we we could go forever, y'all. We could go forever. So let's let's pitch this to the listeners, yo. The minute you finish listening to this episode, we want y'all to hit us with what are y'all some of y'all favorite concept albums. Just type it out. Type it in your little drafts as you listening, and, and press reply when we post this episode up. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody wanted to um any closing thoughts? Well, yo, I want to just give props to every MC or like every rap group out there that bounced back after they made like a record that wasn't well well received, man. Because I just remember like, you know, I just remember that era where like, you know, you would see, you know, you'd see certain artists start to slip, you know, like I remember like, you know, back when Big Daddy Kane started to like not hit on all cylinders, you know, or like Tribe started having their internal struggles and you know, I mean, where could, what could they have even done after Midnight Marauders anyway? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The record's so right. untouchable. You know what I mean? But, but like, you know, Beats, Rhymes, and Life having those amazing moments like oh, Jam yeah. or like... Um, wordplay, you know, stressed uh, out. Whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wordplay. Oh, you know, God. but then also having shit like um, Motivate where I'm like, ah, oh, man, oh. like the beat, the beat isn't even finished to me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm just saying after hearing you know, Tribe's legacy that they had set forth with those first three records to hear a beat like Motivate where it's just like, okay, so we're just going with like a bass line here basically and just some drums. Like, I don't know. It just felt unfinished to me, shit like that. But Mm -hmm. anyway, you know, after seeing a couple of the greats like maybe stub their toe a little bit, there was definitely a thinking, I feel like, throughout the hip-hop community. Like, okay, like once you're not like at your peak anymore, there's just – there's just a decline and that's it. There's no, I mean, in rock, like, you know, I feel like in other genres, artists were allowed to like miss the mark and come back, hit mm-hmm. it, back, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck around, make yeah. a classic, fall, fall, fall back for a record and come with another classic. But in hip hop, it just hadn't been proven yet. You know what I mean? And it was all um, almost thought of, I felt like as like just a youth movement, like even when you got to like your mid twenties, late twenties, you were done or some shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, to everyone, you know, and, and, you know, of course, like, Farrell comes to mind, you know what I mean? Like, going on to yep. make, like, I mean, come on, man, like, um, Simon Says, just like one of the most, I mean, come on, iconic song that's lived forever in the uh, mind of every rap fan, you know what I mean? Or just, I don't know, yep. but yeah, just props to all the artists out there that, like, despite, you know, having, you know, maybe bottomed out at one point or made a record that wasn't well received that kept fucking swinging, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Anybody else, fellas? We good? Oh man, what do you got, Lasky? You got anything going on? Um, no. No. Good. Just got. I got these final papers. I got to turn in for the semester. Right. I hear you, bro. (laughs) Well, yo, fellas, thank you so much for having me, man. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, Liv. It's been it's been a jam. We hope to have you on again. Oh, another great record just came to mind. Dead Prez. Let's get free. Right. Mm. I thought of one too. Looking at Liv, fucking Edom, Beauty and the Beat. Oh, shit. Now we ain't talking about it, bro. That's an artist that I wish would make more music, bro. 
Everybody have a good night. Peace. Peace. Peace.